0: Hello, you're listening to Yarns from the Plain, a podcast for knitters, crocheters and anyone who loves to play with yarn. Hello and welcome to episode 9 of Yarns from the Plain. How are you? I hope you're well. It's very quiet here. It's In fact, it's silent, eerily silent, um, for a couple of reasons. Firstly, you may be aware and have heard of the volcano that's been erupting in Iceland. It's um, erupted through some ice and that's caused a great plume of ash to go up into the air. That ash is now moving over um, the United Kingdom and over Europe and due to the danger to aircraft it poses, then there are no flights at all over the United Kingdom currently. And that is making it very, very quiet here. Um, We are under the flight path of one of the approaches from Manchester Airport, and therefore there is a continual um, hum, barely noticeable really, um, of aircraft, until such times as it stops as today. uh, Well, actually since Thursday, Friday. And it's... um, it's odd it's very odd and it's very very strange Um, at one point yesterday I went into town and I looked up and the sky was was a a clear clear blue and the only thing on that sky that I could see was one red helium balloon that had been released and was flying um, across the sky of course at that point um, I wanted to immediately break into Naina's uh, 99 Luftballon uh, or 99 red balloons but um, I will spare you that um, Hoxton in Electric Sheep may be able to sing you to you beautifully, I'm afraid to say I can't, full stop and I'm really not going to actually even show you how bad I am um, so that's one reason why it's very quiet here um, the other is a, a much sadder reason um, Lily, the elder of my two cats who is the one who is very very affectionate um, and has been spending an awful lot of time with me Um, in recent months has been missing now for best part of 48 hours Um, she has occasionally missed a meal before now but she's never missed two consecutive meals Um, so um, I'm very concerned and I'm really not sure that I'm going to see her again I I suspect and I'm Sorry, I a little emotional here. Um, I think she's probably gone off somewhere um, to die. And that's proving quite difficult, even though I've been expecting it. I've been half expecting every time I come home to find that she's gone to sleep uh, and won't wake up. The fact that she's not here and I don't actually know what's happened to her is really quite uh, difficult to deal with she has over recent months become quite uh well she's always been inquisitive but she's become more inquisitive she's lost all inhibitions she um it now transpires has been roaming um recently much further and off the property much further than we ever realized that she did um so i uh, you know it's proving a uh, difficult for me to handle but um, I wanted to actually podcast today simply because I thought it might actually help me take my mind off it a little bit. I'm better if I actually have something to do. So apologies if I'm a little bit croaky um, and sound a little distracted. That's because I am. Um, but the other reason for the silence is so odd and so wonderful that I just wanted to actually share it with you. It's very, very distressing, I'm sure, if you're stuck um out in an airport in malaga wanting to come home and you've run out of laundry and you don't have anywhere to stay and you don't know when you're going to be home and you know you should be back at work Uh, i'm sure that's quite distressing um i feel desperately sorry for a colleague of mine whose son has been unable to go on his honeymoon um should have gone on thursday hasn't been able to go don't know what they're going to do about it because Um, his new wife works in the education sector so therefore won't be doesn't have the flexibility to just go when the the flights start again Um, but quite frankly nobody has died so and you know if you're going to go in that plane up there at the moment you don't know what's going to happen to it this stuff does stall jet engines do you want to be 30,000 feet up when 4-4 engines fail I, I don't i really don't so you know i i'm sure it must be very distressing and it must be incredibly hard if you're trying to come back from your easter holidays abroad with children in an airport stuck it must be hideous and i have every sympathy with them um but i'm getting a little cross now with people screaming that the government needs to be doing something what get a gigantic hoover suck the ash out of this it's not going to happen you know i'm sorry it's just it's one of those things nature is currently telling us in a variety of ways that we have really not taken very good care of this planet and you know maybe we need to listen to it right sorry ecology bit over for now anyway um so what what have you been knitting and crocheting and doing i've got quite a bit of news here um since i podcast you last because i actually podcast you a little early didn't i because i podcasted and, and sent it out on april Fool's day the day before um good friday and obviously with um lil going missing yesterday i really i didn't record on friday um for a, a number of different reasons um but and then yesterday i just didn't feel that i could so um There's about a 16-day time lag, isn't there now? So, no, more than that. What's today? The 18th. Yeah, so about 17 days. So, in that space, I have predominantly crocheted. I've finished the initial squares for the shiloh blanket, though. Those were knit. Um, I now have... um, the Four of the missing ones have turned up, which is fantastic. I'm so pleased. Um, My mum's made one to cover one for the... um, the three that have got lost in the post um, a lady at knit groups volunteered to do one and i've knit an extra one well i haven't i've crocheted an extra one um so i've knit those three squares and then i've crocheted some with some incredibly garish i mean almost day glow garish um dk acrylic that came free with one of the magazines although i have and i don't know does crochet use up substantially more than knitting in when you when you trying to make a square because the pattern said that you could make a pair of baby's booties out of one of these well believe me i've only got one and a half eight inch squares out of them one of them is knit and i've knit half of the square diagonally in this day glow yarn uh the other one is a crochet just an ordinary granny square crochet square and to get an eight inch square on that i used the whole of one um Skein, and then you know, broke into the second one, and he's supposed to be able to make a pair of baby's booties out of it. So I don't know, I'm not convinced. Really day glow, really quite, you know, orange and uh, not orange, yellow and green and in your face. So that's gonna kind of goes with the colourful bit, doesn't it? um so I've got one that needs to be finished now. The lovely Una in knit group is nearly finished it. She's made a beautiful one with cables in it, with a tree of life up the middle. So that's lovely. So I'm really looking forward to it in that. And then I have all 48. I have been crocheting around the edge. Um, I don't know how far I am through with the crocheting. I haven't kept a track a track on that, but I'm putting crochet border on to try and even the sizes out and make the joining even. So I'm really quite confident about that. When I haven't been knitting or crocheting on those i've been crocheting and knitting on predominantly crocheting though on um 12 by 12 inch afghan blocks for the round five of the not your ordinary block exchange um, blocks so it's kind of been all crochet here really predominantly crochet i'm getting the hook out the knitting actually isn't is not i don't know it's not comforting me the way the the crochet is at the minute um don't quite know why it seems a bit strange um that, i don't get comfort from knitting but the, cro- the the crochet is doing it for me at the moment possibly because it's quite quick um and i'm not spending a great deal of time doing it but i'm seeing results that could be it couldn't it but the exciting news that has you know come here at casa Del, yawns from the plane is i have a spinning wheel ah! how exciting is that um i have a landmark birthday coming up <laughs> and my mum and dad decided um to get me a hand um ashford traditional wheel so it's arrived in its glory over easter um, We've tanked a bit with it, given it a little bit of maintenance because it needed a little bit of tidying up. Not very much, but basically I got it and didn't know what I was doing. It get very excited. They put my foot on the treadle and broke the leather that attaches the um, treadle to the bit that goes up and down that I can't remember the name of, that turns the wheel. So, but it came with a maintenance kit as well as a jumbo flyer and a full set of bobbins. So I was able to replace that. I've oiled it all, um, tweaked about with it. Loved it, played with it, wonderful. I had a go with it and could not make a thing could not get the yarn to go on um through the orifice hook nothing now it could well have been that i was using a terribly badly done rolag that i was trying to make from the fleece of the woman who'd sold it to had given um to her so i had a bit of a go not terribly impressed went to my mum's and then on the way back went to the alpaca spinner in northampton and had a lesson with her and If you are anywhere near it or going passing or anything else and you get a chance and you want to learn how to spin, she is really good. Um, And within a very short space of time, um, I was actually spinning on it, her wheels, um, and I was only there an hour. Uh, I spun on her, um, Traveller, and then her traditional. Got my drafting sorted out, worked out the best way to do that. Um, Came back. Um, had another go on the wheel and couldn't get it to work at all, but heartened by the fact that I know I can spin, having spun on other machine, wheels, I knew it was the way I'd set my wheel up, I needed to alter my tension on the brake band, I'm still learning all the terminology so I do apologise if I give you the wrong stuff here, and you, anyone who spins out there and who's been spinning for years is going, Nick, Nick, what are you saying, you're talking out of your backside, you don't know what you're saying, um, I, but I've... You know twiddle with it left it for a week in disgust at well i wasn't actually i went back to school and was busy um but friday night before i realized lil had gone um i went upstairs and spun for about 20 minutes solid now it's not got enough twist in it the yarn that i'm doing at the moment so i haven't quite got the rate of drafting versus treadling sorted right but what i was able to do this time which I I wasn't able to do last week, is that I can just keep treadling and the wheel just keeps turning. Whereas I couldn't get the wheel to keep turning last time, even though I was treadling. So um, obviously I had the tension too tight. So I off, sorted. It's going to be a while till I get good quality, consistent yarn. But hey, that's a matter of practice. If I were to actually go and do 15 minutes every day, I would probably get on much better with it. So that's my news what's on my needles not very much what's on my hooks on and off lots of stuff with the old lion brand woolies love it love that yarn really like that yarn um and then one more thing that i cast on today for you um so that i could actually do a review um which is which leads me nicely in doesn't it that's a nice segue um jamie possum paints Now, do you remember I talked last time um, about going to the um, Liverpool show, the Make Do and Knit show, and I got this possum yarn. It's 80% merino, 20% possum. It's um, DK weight and um, has a fuzzy halo. Around it in much the same way that um, Angora does when you look at it, but whereas I actually do after a while with Angora um, or indeed with Mohairy things, after a while I begin to get a little bit itchy with it. Um, I haven't with this, and so it's coming up nicely. I'm making um, a cabled glovelet pattern that um, I actually bought with the yarn as a kit and i wasn't sure that the um, halo on the yarn would actually um obscure the cables or not but they actually look really rather nice um so it's very soft as i've been knitting with it in my hands it's very warm which is what the guy at jamie possum told us that it's a very very um it's a very lofty yarn but it's very warm um when you hold it at certain angles you can actually see um strands of the possum. Sticking out of of the spun yarn, it like I say, it's what it gives it its halo, and just very occasionally, um, when you're looking at it at a particular angle, you can see it, and they are dark hairs, um, which, you know, can look a bit strange, um, because the the yarn has been um, hand dyed, by I think Silkwood yarns. I think that's what it says on the label, but it actually knits up very very nicely. It's got a reasonable amount of twist. in the ply so it looks like it's a two ply yarn on the construction let's have a look at the end of it not properly looked at, at you know peeling it apart but yeah it's she says as she peels the end of it here it's a three ply it's a three ply construction um Reasonable amount, it's not very tight, but not so loose that you're perpetually sticking a needle between it. Um, I've caught one or two stitches. Um, that's all. I'd say the twist is quite. Um, it's sort of similar to Debbie Bliss casmarino DK, maybe, maybe a, a tiny bit tighter, um, but it's it's knitting up very nicely. Um, very warm. Fluffy but not itchy fluffy. Um, with these long hairs that, you know, occasionally catch the light and look strange, but don't actually detract from the overall dyeing of the yarn. Um, I haven't got very far on it so far, but it is nice and a pleasure to knit with. So that's my review. Jamie Possum Paints Yarn. Very nice, very squidgy. And I'm looking forward to it being a very nice, warm pair of lips. Um, On to something I really like. Well, I started this podcast back in uh, the end of December with my something I really like being David Tennant in Doctor Who. Uh, since it's now Sunday, um, I've actually seen three episodes now of Series 5 um, of the new Doctor Who with Matt Smith in the role and it took me approximately three minutes to decide that he'll do he'll do well um in in the absolute infinite words of farmhog in babe the sheep pig for those of us who know the printed version that'll do babe yeah he's he's going to be fine he's quirky he's odd the whole All three episodes that I've seen now have kind of had me on the edge of my seat with excitement, which maybe on reflection, I haven't had with David Tennant for the last series. I really enjoyed it, but of course, he's been getting darker and more introspective as the Doctor and, you know, whereas this is all very fizzy and bangy. And I I, I hate, I do apologise now, please, if you are an absolute fan have not yet seen episode three of this season, which is called Victory, and do not want to know anything about it at all. Please turn this off. Go on, turn it off. Turn it off. See ya. Go right. Okay. Assuming now that anyone who is still here either has already seen the episode. Uh, doesn't mind hearing something about it, or really couldn't give tuppence about it, but it just can't be bothered to turn off. Um, Last night's episode had the Daleks in. (sighs) I remember being frightened of the Daleks when I was a child. Not greatly frightened, not enough to get behind the sofa, possibly because the sofa was against the wall, but certainly enough to kind of grab a cushion and peek behind it. Um, the, The story last night was set in the Blitz in London, and... The, I'm not going to give you the whole plot line, but the Daleks were introduced as iron soldiers who were fighting for Britain. I have never seen anything so disconcerting as a Dalek painted khaki wearing a webbing belt around it where it's kind of, if it had such a thing, its neck would be. If you have an image of the Daleks, you'll know where I'm talking about. There, with a little tiny Union Jack sticker on the front, um, I can't believe I can't remember if it was underneath or above the plunger, the sink plunger. Um what, <laughs> sort of gliding along the corridors of the cabinet war office with a box file on its sucker. Yes, and then this is the weirdest bit: when one of them came in and asked its venter if, well, I'll do it in the voice best for you, would you like a cup of tea? What? Hello? I don't know what was more scary. The concept of the Daleks being back again? Or the concept of a Dalek offering you a cup of tea? It, it Most, most bizarre. You can tell that episode was written by Mark Gattis if you've ever seen The League of Gentlemen. It was so The League of Gentlemen. But it was also such a fantastic episode. And if you were a cho- I know my children tomorrow will still be talking about this episode. It had Spitfires in gravity bubbles going into space to attack the Dalek ship. How cool is that? How cool is that? So... My trepidation about Russell T Davis no longer producing the show and about David Tennant no longer being Doctor Who are gone. Finito. Very happy. And so far, the majority of people I've spoken to agree with me entirely. And we can't quite believe ourselves. We can't quite believe how seamlessly this has worked. So, something I really like this week. Matt Smith as Doctor Who. Who'd have thunk it? I'm going to take this opportunity now to do something that um, seems a little strange um, and out of character, but since I podcast last, the general election has finally been set for May the 6th in Britain. I don't believe that I have any right to be telling anybody anything about politics particularly, um, apart from this one fact. If you are a British subject and you are not yet registered to vote, you have until Tuesday to do so. And I would urge you to do so, please. Whether you agree with the current government and its stance or not. Whether you think that David, call me Dave, Cameron, is a viable alternative or not whether you think there is room for a third serious party in this country, or not. My personal belief is you have no right to moan and complain about the government which is in power unless you have cast a vote. The fact that you may have cast a vote that did not get in the candidate you wish, is frustrating but qualifies you to my mind with a right to complain about it if you haven't bothered to get off your backside to go and vote you don't have any comeback personally this is an entirely personal view and for those people who really aren't that interested in politics then I do apologize but this is something I do actually feel very passionately about particularly as a woman women died to give people like me the vote, and therefore I think I have a responsibility to them to use it. So please, if you haven't done so, please register to vote and use it. Um, just a reminder that it is Wonderwool, Wales, next Saturday and Sunday. Um, that is at the Royal Welsh Showground in Bilthwells Wells, in Powys. Uh, that's in Mid Wales um the plan is that i am going to that and i'm going to hope to get some audio for you um i can't think what else is coming up at the moment um i'm sure there are things but i'm afraid to say that i haven't got my notebook um to hand Woolfest is coming up um in june so that's a couple of months' time. Um, that's in Cockermouth, in Cumbria, which I really desperately wanted to go to, but it actually clashes with a wedding, so I won't be able to attend uh, Woolfest. I've never yet managed to get to Woolfest. Um, that's very, very much a fibre-based festival, um, and very much based on the fibre-producing animals. Uh, and I was desperate to go there this year to see how Cockermouth was coping in the light of the Cumbrian floods. Um, of November. Unfortunately like I say I won't be able to go there but I am aiming to get to Wonderwall on Saturday so with any luck I'll be able to bring you um, some more out and about audio. Uh, Having just listened to all of Dr. Gemma's um, Stitches West outtake episodes I may colour a few people just on some stalls that I like, stalls that I buy product from. I may not. You may get me doing one of my hushed this is what it all looks like here. Moments, because I'm too embarrassed to be out there with my um, recorder. Mind you saying that, I've got to actually find my recorder from three weeks ago, but never mind. Um, but that's it for, for this week. Take care. Um, and, you know, if you need to, do as I am trying to do. As the great Elizabeth Zimmerman said to Pricey her because I'm sure I haven't got the exact words. Knit on through all crises. Bye. you've been listening to yarns from the plane show notes and links are available at the yarns from the plane show page at yarnsfromtheplane.podbean.com if you'd like to contact the show you can leave a comment over there on the show page or you can email me at yarnsfromtheplane at googlemail.com or message me on ravelry where i'm Tails from the plane until next time Take care, and thanks for listening.